Hello, everybody. I'm Nicole. I'm Lindsay. And I'm Sarah. And together, we're the co-founders of Whale Tales, a living library of cetacean stories. And today, we welcome back a very good friend of ours. It's... Ashley! So, sit back and enjoy as we dive right in. (laughs) Yay, yay, yay! Ashley, we are all equally excited to have you here, Uh, but I will say I am especially excited because I I didn't get to talk to you on the (laughs) podcast the last time that you were here because you were (laughs) acting for me because I had a bed. (laughs) (laughs) And I'm... And, yes, a bebe number two, and uh, it's, I'm it's I'm super while. pumped to actually get to get to talk to you and not just listen to you in my ears. Oh gosh, it has. Well, <laughs> said baby is a year old. Oh my so, goodness, you know, hands full. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> and the other baby is four, and that's also insane. It's true. Yeah, and there's whales out there that are oh God, older so than both of them right and now. newer than them. So, you know. It's true. The circle of life. Super excited to talk about it because the season is ending now-ish in the Salish Sea. And so, for those of you just joining us, Ashley's a whale watch naturalist for 11 years out of Vancouver. So, we always get her to come around this time of the year and give us our her report this just in from the last six months <laughs> breaking news this just in uh, breaking news <laughs> um the season has been a great uh a little bit unnerving and unusual um yeah so we I mean we had a lot of great sightings we I mean we're still going to the end of October currently um and the whales obviously don't um don't go away after we shut down but uh um this year was kind of funny because it sort of um harkened back to uh, like when I first started when we didn't have as many sightings in July and August um so it was sort of yeah like in my 11 years, it was only in the first few that we had seasons where we were like around 90% successful. And, and that was sort of what this year sort of brought to us. Um, so I've been used to like the 95, 97, 100% successful <laughs> last, the last few years. Um, but yeah, the, the humpbacks didn't come in um, to the area much in July and August like they have the last couple of years. So um, we had to wait until September um and then this this just the last um couple of days we've had a lot more kind of um closer to us like we've had to go kind of more towards the gulf islands to see the big bigger congregations for us in this part of the salish sea um of the humpbacks but they're starting to spread out again which is great so we're not we're not having to all watch the same (laughs) same whales which is very nice We've had days where we've had whales all to ourselves, and and then we hear about the others, and we can kind of um, hop around and see. We saw eight yesterday, eight, um, and that those are just the personal like encounters. We could see others further out uh, around us as well, but we had eight. The weather's been really weird. Um, much cooler, much wetter spring than has been the case for a while. Um, and we had a lot of wind days this year too. So it's been windier, um, out, out in the strait as well. 
it could totally be a coincidence but yeah for people who aren't here also like we had a really weird like late start to summer also so like no idea if that's related but you know things the weather's been weird so um how about the bigs the bigs yeah yeah we've had um we've had some pretty awesome big sightings um got to see some new new faces well new new fins new fins for us this year um we had the t35as which i've never seen before so 11 years i've never seen them and the 71bs which i've never seen before either um the t71bs were hanging out uh with the uh t124ds and t124d has a a new newer calf i can't remember if it's a this year's baby or last year's baby but um a little one and um I'm very excited. I think I got the gender shot on that one. Um, mm-hmm. And it's a little girl. I'm going to get confirmation on that. I'm not going to I'm not going to say that definitively until I send that over to Gary and Jared, but um, I'm pretty sure that was who who breached and and showed us her belly. So yeah. Um and speaking of uh unusual, well, I guess that wasn't I weren't wasn't really talking about unusual bigs, but I guess sort of. Um um yeah, unusual for me. Um, we also had um, Indy, who is T65A5, um, who has just dispersed from his family. Um, seems to just be having the adventure of his life. Uh, one of the days, that, one of the days we had him, like he's he's eight years old. Oh, that's not. No, it's not. That's like an eight-year-old human leaving the family being like, see ya, mom. I got an apartment. I'm feeding myself. I'm good. <laughs> um, <laughs> I know. Oh it's God. crazy. Um, so he's just, yeah, he was hanging out um, kind of closer to Vancouver a bunch. And uh, uh, one day, I um, can't remember what group was with him at the start, but then they went into Burrard Inlet um, and he was off of the north arm of the Fraser and everybody thought that, you know, this was a really, you know, young whale and called DFO and DFO came out and kind of monitored, um, monitored him and, and then saw him feeding on his own. So they were like, nah, it's, it's weird, but he's fine. Um, and (laughs) it's, yeah, it's clearly, clearly his thing. Um, and, uh, so then we got IDs on, uh, on him after that and, and figured out who, who he was and we're like oh that that makes sense (laughs) um but then one day we were with him and man like I was on a boat with him and he got a a harbor porpoise Um, it wasn't an adult harbor porpoise it was like a juvenile or a I don't know about a neonate it was bigger than that I think um but definitely a smaller harbor porpoise um, so it was crazy to watch him take this harbor porpoise down. We had him basically all to ourselves because everybody else was like, oh, it's just one orca. We'll go see if we can find anything else. Oh, and then, but then oh. everybody kind of came and spent some time with him and every boat got to see him eat something. Like oh. he, he took down a porpoise with us. He took down a harbor seal with the next boat. He took down <laughs> like it just it was like porpoise and harbor seals all day long. Like he just went on oh. a killing and eating spree yeah it was teenager (laughs) yes yes it was very very surreal um and I was shocked because I was like okay like I I could see him getting like you know a harbor seal like harbor seals are like going to McDonald's it doesn't take much effort right um 
but I was like a harbor porpoise. How the heck is he taking on a harbor porpoise all by himself? Even a little one. Um, but yeah, he, he did it. (laughs) So, um, so he's going to be like three times the size next year. (laughs) Bulking up. I don't know. I don't know. Um, and it's crazy because like we, um, he was one who had a different nickname, I think. Was he Elsie, I think is what he was called by Dina Matkin. Um, so we um, put it to a vote this year and, and uh, renamed him in Indy for his uh, kind of Indiana Jones approach to life. <laughs> Love it. <laughs> sort of intrepid adventurer. Yeah. Yeah. Because what age would they like would be a normal age to leave? Like in their I mean, bigs, teens, right? Bigs, well, bigs don't usually leave until the yeah. family. Well, so here's the thing: we oh, say yeah. you, we say usually, <laughs> but but at the same time, like the last couple of years, the bigs have just sort of thrown curveball after curveball at us. So a bunch of yeah. weird dispersals, excuse me, dispersals have taken place. Um, but you know, usually it's not males that leave it's usually yeah the, no, mm-hmm. yeah I, once i yeah, said that i was like yeah. wait, no, they it's don't usually the fe- they, females yeah, with babies sort of spread out once there's too many generations, yeah it's usually but. and it's usually the females with calves of their own that are like okay i'm gonna become the matriarch of my own pod now yeah. bye mom i'll meet yeah. up with you sometimes but see ya uh, mm-hmm. but yeah it's just you can't tell me what to do anymore <laughs> i got my own family <laughs> um no, so yeah, it's it's a. I mean, that's super um, strange. Like he's the probably one of the most yeah. unusual. Yeah. Um, especially because um, I think he's joined back up a couple times, but for a very short period of time. Before, like he's he's been seen mm-hmm. way more mm-hmm. on his own than he's been seen with other with other pods, even. So, um, he's he's yeah, he's just an odd odd little duck. Man, maybe he's starting a trend. Yeah. But I, you know, yeah, maybe I gotta say, I, I kind of love him. <laughs> well, and there's been so much change in like overall behavior with the the bigs in our area. So, yeah, who knows? But yeah, yeah, it's one of those things. Like just thinking like about ever evolving. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like the seven years that we've been around, things have changed so much. Because you look back at stories from like summer 2015, and they're all like. We had so many bigs today, and it was like I don't know, twenty. Yeah, is, yeah, yeah. Like I'm not saying I'm not mad about seeing twenty whales, but and then it was just all southern yeah. residents, and it's just completely flipped. And so, like, it hasn't been even ten years that the bigs have been really here, kind of yeah. all the time. So who knows what's going to happen with them and with? They obviously have enough. Yeah. Time. So, I mean, there's... It's almost like science is yeah, happening yeah. all around us. I know. <laughs> I know. So you were saying that you, earlier in the season, um, we were, or you, you guys had sort of like lower than the past couple of years for um, successful days of sightings. Um, did it improve later in the season? We had a few um, in the earlier season, but since the humpbacks have come back for September, October... Um, it's definitely gone back up and gosh, 
We've had some days where we've had both orca and humpbacks at this time of year, which usually at this time of year, it's mostly, mostly just the HBs, but yeah, it's been a good mix. Um, nice. It's sort of weird because we, we had humpbacks. So humpbacks came in late. So we had grays at the beginning and we had orca at the beginning. Um, and then we, <coughs> I don't even know, might've had a couple of humpbacks in May. And then we had some in June right. and then there was, you know, patchy bits here, there in July and August, but it wasn't, it wasn't like normal or <laughs> like the, the new normal that we've gotten used to. Um, yeah, I think, I think that might've been it, you know, I mean, it was kind of a weirder, weirder spring weather wise. So maybe, I don't know, maybe there was more food up higher maybe, or it, it sounds, it also sounds like a lot stayed down off of California this year. So could just be that there's so much food there. Why yeah, bother maybe. coming up? Yeah. Um, so, I mean, I don't have any real data on that, but um, yeah, it sounds, it, anecdotally, it sounded like there was a lot that stayed down off of California this year. Yeah. So, yeah. And, and to be honest, I, I don't think I've seen much in the way of actual feeding, like at the surface. Um, like, I don't I don't think I've seen any lunch feeding this year. Um, I think some some of the companies might have seen it a little bit, but not like normal. Um, although I did see, um, gosh, I think it was, I think it was Prowler who tried to do some bubble net feeding all on his own, um, which is not the first time we've seen it. Um, it's still it's it still feels like they're they're just practicing. <laughs> It feels like they they were taught by somebody, yeah, they were taught by somebody up north and, you know, they're like, oh, okay, well, let's see if I can do this. Um, But it's sort of one of those things that it's hard to... It's very complicated. Like, you can't really photograph it, like, the because it's just a single and because the bubbles are, you know, not, I don't know, it it doesn't photograph well currently. so I guess the only way to really uh, document it would be to to film it, but um, even yeah, I don't know. It it does it doesn't last for very long. It, it does just feel like they're yeah. they're still practicing and and it's not really a, a full form of feeding yet. Honestly, I actually kind of think that's even cooler than if they were. I mean, it would be very cool if they were bubble net feeding right here, but the idea that this because you know we've talked a lot of in past episodes about songs and singing songs around our coast and the idea that this is kind of just like it is a transitory space for them and so why not just have a place to kind of practice without so much pressure not as many (laughs) eyes on you in the humpback world no not not as many buddies around that you know you have to you know join the group and and pull your weight you can just practice yeah yeah Yeah. (laughs) it's really cool yeah I'm just picturing juvenile humpbacks practicing the bubbles. <laughs> that's pretty cute. Well, that's that's a thing. I don't even think I don't know if we know how old Prowler is. I think Prowler is one of the ones that's newish. Not it's not super new um, to the catalogs, but newer, but not one that we saw as a baby. So I don't think we know how old Prowler is or who Prowler belongs to or anything like that. Mm-hmm. Uh, I could be wrong. I could be wrong. There's people who have better, <laughs> better data collection than I do on that one. But uh, 
Um, yeah, I don't, yeah. I don't think we know who Prowler belonged to, but um, I think it was Prowler who was doing the bubble net feeding. It's not the only one. We've definitely seen it in previous years, like over the last maybe three, once or twice each season, but it's still every time it happens, everybody's like, what is happening? Which is great. <laughs> Keeps everybody happy. <laughs> <laughs> Well, I guess on the subject of calves, so if the humpbacks weren't really around until kind of like the end of their migration, as opposed to coming through a lot on their, at the beginning of the migration, did we see many, did you see many calves this year? Or? Yeah. Yeah. So, um, uh, big mama was the first one that I got to see with a baby yeah. this year. Yeah. Um, that I, it's so exciting because she, it's been so long since she's brought a baby back. I know. So, um, yeah, I was just somebody just posted a photo of Pop Tart. I think Pop Tart was the last one. I think he's a 2018. Yeah, so that's like five. 2018 calf, I think, or 16. 2016? Yeah. Yeah, I think it's 2016 now that I think about it. Um, So, yeah, I mean, it's such a crazy long time between calves, especially considering she used to be, you know, the humpback that brought back a calf every two years. And, um, yeah, and so I mean, I don't know. I started to be like, okay, is it, are humpbacks post reproductive? Um, what's happening? Um, but uh, yeah, so it was really exciting to see her back with a calf. Um, uh, I didn't realize it. Uh, it sounds like earlier in the season, somebody sent um. Mers a photo with a gender shot and so he it has been confirmed as a boy um so that's exciting mm-hmm. um because she's and, like at least 25 if, was she a juvenile the uh the first year that she was seen she was the very first time back to return to these waters yeah. at least documented um, I think that was in '97 or '98. Yeah, uh, yeah, and then she disappeared for a few years, and then came back and brought friends a few few years later. Um, so I don't, I don't think she, I don't know if she was a juvenile at that point. It's it's anybody's guess. Yeah, so like we don't, I don't think we know um, how old she, or even if she was a juvenile when she first showed up, Mark, I think it was Mark Malson who was the first mm-hmm. one to, to identify. But it, also I think at that point, like there wasn't really a reference for the size of a humpback even. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's true. Hard to know. And if she was by herself, yeah, so if she was by herself, that makes it situation. even harder to really say how big she was too. Well, I'm just going to get the rumor started that she's also 106. (laughs) Still procreating. (laughs) Oh, gosh. Yeah. She's my fave, so. Yeah. I mean, she's she's the logo. Yeah. Uh, The Wild Wheels logo. That's how important she is. I had somebody. Oh, my gosh. So we saw Big Mama and her calf. Somebody, um... Somebody complained later that we put too much focus on Big Mama, oh, and I was like, oh, "How dare no. you, sir? No such thing." Yeah, I was like, "No, no such thing." <laughs> this is the reason that we all like you. are here. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. That's so strange. I mean, yes, yeah, she's it was only super... one individual, but like, 
she's the one that has we've consistently seen for so long and she's yeah. had so many calves and like successful calves and yeah yeah like she's literally i i mean i give her absolutely 100 percent credit for humpbacks coming back here <laughs> yeah yeah <laughs> like, pretty sure it's and just also, like yeah it's not yeah. like you would have focused on her if you weren't also with her. At her yeah yeah <laughs> can't please everybody i guess uh. Yeah. Um, yeah. So that was that was really interesting. Um, we also had um, Anvil. Anvil showed up with her very first calf this year. Oh, yay. Uh, I love That's her. So I've known her my entire whale watching career and she's never brought a calf back. She's always been mm-hmm. a big whale from from the time I've known her. So I don't know how old she is either. Um so it was really exciting to see her uh, with with her first baby up here. It's hmm. fascinating. Um, who else? Um, so uh, the PWWA has been kind of keeping track of, of humpback babies this year, um, as they have been the last several. Um, this year, there are 23 confirmed calves in the Salish Sea. Um, last year, there was 21. Uh, the year before it was 11, and the year before that was 7. And that's just in the Salish Sea, so that's not including some of the North Coast uh, confirmed um, um, cabs as well. But uh, super crazy. It's good. Keeps increasing, which is um, exciting. Means we'll have more, more and more babies and more and more adults bringing babies back eventually. Um, yeah. What we want. Mm-hmm. Um, Indeed. I had a really cool encounter with a humpback named Smiley. Actually, I had two encounters where her and her calf did this. Um, they were doing synchronized breaching. <gasps> I was so happy about that. I've never seen, uh, I mean, I'm sure it happens more often than, um, than I'm aware of, obviously, but uh, I've never gotten to see. Um, you know, I've I've seen humpbacks, you know, just buddies do, you know, one or two synchronized breaches, but never, never a mom and calf kind of over and over again, which was yeah, super lessons. cool. Yeah. Yeah. And well, then the, the big adventure this year was the Rizzo's Dolphins. I know. I was just going to ask you about that because you already sent in your story, but yeah. let's talk about it again because it's a pretty exciting time. I was shocked. I mean, there was a a group of them that came in in January. Uh, obviously, our mm. our tours weren't going out then, but some of the companies were going out. Um, I think there was a group of about twenty of them at that that time that went into Sandwich Inlet, and uh, and I was like, ah, oh, how dare they come in during my off season? <laughs> um, it's just like the uh, the sperm whale that came through years ago. The oh, day, yeah. yeah, yeah, the day before our season opened, I was like, <laughs> I was like, damn it. <laughs> we need to get on a boat. Yeah, I was like, how, this is not fair. This is not fair. Um, but it's okay. I got to listen to it on the hydrophone, so that was almost as good. Um, yeah. And so then um, we picked up, so it was a group of four um, Rizzo's that were, that we got to hang out with. Um, and they stuck around for a couple of days at least. Um, they were reported the day before that we we got to see them. Um, but in all honesty, like I, I don't know if we were out that day. 
but uh, when I saw it come up in the um, sightings reports, I was like, I don't know. I don't know if this person knows what they're talking about. They totally did. <laughs> Clearly, I'm the the jerk for even <laughs> thinking that. Mm, I don't know about that. Well, it's just no, weird, I right? I thought mean, that too. <laughs> even when I saw your post, <laughs> did she go like, out into how open ocean? You what are you, like, how 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 long was that tour? <laughs> Um, yeah, I was, yeah, I was shocked. And, um, the boat that found them the day that we got to hang out with them, um, couldn't stay with them. So I was like, oh, please let me be the one that finds them. I was driving that day. So, um, I was like, I don't care how long this tour is going to be today. I know I've got another afternoon tour, but I don't care. We're going to find these whales. (laughs) Um, and, uh, yeah. So of course, um, (laughs) I'm driving towards the last reported area, and um, of course, I find a humpback whale. <laughs> and I'm like, I'm like, I love you, but god damn it. <laughs> um, so, uh, yeah, we hung out. I think it was Orion. Uh, f- yeah, if memory serves, I, think so. um, I should have been looking up all the the details of that sighting before I popped on here. But uh, um, yeah, and Orion's a cool whale, and I absolutely love that animal. But I was like, oh no, <laughs> I was so disrespectful to Orion. <laughs> um, but uh, one of the other boats, one of my other boats, um, ended up going a bit lower than um, the. The direction we were going so they um, ended up picking them up but they got them and they were quite um, backlit so the naturalist on board um, even though it was roughly in the same area that the the Rizzo's were reported she saw them and thought they were orca um, so, <laughs> so they get on the radio and report orca and they're like but we don't know what type yet <laughs> And uh, so they're like, Ashley, can you come over here and <laughs> try try to figure out what, what type of orca these are? And I was like, I don't know if these are going to be the orca. Um, so I go over and um, I, I left Orion with one of the other boats. So uh, so we didn't lose track of, uh, of that handsome. I think it's a boy now that I I don't know if we know the gender of Orion or not. But um, so we we headed over. And as we were getting closer, I was like, oh, those fins don't look right for, for orca. So, yeah, I mean, when they're backlit, I could kind of yeah, get it if you're not really, you know, sure. But, um, yeah, I was <laughs> – I looked True. and I was like, oh, no, those are those are sharp. <laughs> those are sharp fins. Um, and then as soon as, you know, we were, um, out of the backlit uh, section, then um, – they're much different color than a dark, dark uh, black orca fin. So, yeah, so it was really cool. And um, the morning trip, we did get to see a couple of them do, like, half breaches, um, which was really neat. I didn't get many, many photos of that. It happened too quickly. But uh, um, and then they were just super chill. And it was really cool to watch. Um, and four is an unusual number. So, yeah, so it sounds like they they're usually in much larger groups. Like even twenty apparently is a small number for for those guys. So um, so it's really interesting, and I don't know what what 
brought them in, what kept them in for as long as they were. Because I think that group of 20 was here for like a week in Santa Chinlet. Um, and everybody was a little bit worried about them because they were like, what are they eating in there? Like, they they are they stuck? Have they gotten disoriented? Um, so, yeah, it was really, really strange for them to just go and hang out in Santa Chinlet for a week. Um, but, uh, yeah, but the four that we had were there for... I don't know, three or three or four days, um, as well, but it was so neat to, um, to watch them, like the coloration and the scars and scratches on their body. It's just so incredible. Um, just in terms of looks, I think they're one of my favorites. They're just so interesting. And like, you could easily identify between the four that we had, like they were so different. And, uh, it was really cool too, to watch them surface. I got a few photos where like they were right at the surface, their blowhole was open, but they hadn't even started to exhale with the humpbacks and with the orca. Like we see them kind of come to the surface and they start exhaling before they even reach the surface. So you see those kind of bubbles, um, as soon as they're, um, and that big kind of bubbling exhale. Um, but that wasn't, really what happened with the Rizzo's. It was really interesting. I don't know if that's, you know, normal or if, if that happens all the time or if it was just that particular, you know, encounter that they weren't really um, exhaling um, as they were coming up and just exhaling once the, but their, their blowholes were open. Like it was very weird. Yeah. So I don't know. They're really interesting animals. And I, I, um, I hope that we get to see more of them. Um, I mean, I hope for that it's not due to anything nefarious that they're in this, like not nefar like nefarious is the wrong term for that. But yeah, I don't want it to be for a bad reason that they're here. Uh, hopefully it's just, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> I, don't, I don't know what caused them to come in here, but if it's okay, if there's nothing going on that's wrong, then I hope they come back. The California... Uh, I mean, I would assume so. <laughs> yeah, I sort of assume like, that big. Yeah, I feel like with the we'll try to eat anything. Yeah, like is it maybe in the same kind of ratio as how often bigs try and eat a leg? Like, not. not yeah, maybe preferred. I mean, yeah, because they're too fast. Too much but, work. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know either. The whale watching companies that we know in California. I don't think of hearing about, I don't yeah. remember ever hearing yeah. about a recent attack. Well, I guess it depends on how frequently you see them in the same area too. Right. So whether it's Rizos or the, um, you know, pilot yeah, whales or false killers, you know, all of those would potentially be on the menu. Mm -hmm. Yeah. The California bigs are just so random and actually transient. <laughs> Um, it's not my story in any way, shape or form, but did you guys see the, um, minky whale hunt down South? Yeah. Mm -hmm. There's a lot, a lot of mixed emotions on that one. Hey, that, that was a known minky whale. So it wasn't just some yeah. stranger minky whale. Mm -hmm. Um, yeah. like a passerby. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it, up here, like we don't really get to see minky hardly ever. I think the furthest, um, north I've ever seen a minky in like in our section of the Salish Sea that we do whale watching from is like Boundary Pass. 
so it's really weird because I just you wonder what the barrier is. Why why aren't they in the Strait of Georgia? Why aren't they in the Gulf Islands or like it's not like there's any like it's humpbacks and grays, but they're yeah. down there too. So it's not yeah overlap or something. Yeah, and there's nobody yeah. else big. We're not getting fins or anyone. No, anybody down here. So yeah. I mean, it might be sort of like somewhat cultural, like if you don't know that the Salish Sea, like that it goes through, that you can get out on Maybe. the other side, True. right? Like, yeah. I don't know. So, you know, they send sort of individuals into or smaller groups in to explore. I have no idea. This is just like total guess. I mean, there seems to be like a seasonally resident population of minkies around the San Juans. So yeah, mm-hmm. what is it about the San Juans that that keeps them there and doesn't have them actually explore anywhere else. Yeah. Come up yeah. to a place that's not that yeah. much different. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. I don't really... know. Just maybe no need. Like they, you know, there's. Yeah. Less, quite or... possibly. Yeah. Yeah. They're happy there. They have enough food. They don't need to expand. Yeah. They're like, I know this area. Yeah. I don't need to go any further. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, you know, you're not going to like do a risky thing and like yeah. try a new area unless you need yeah. to. Right? Yeah, for sure. Yeah. No. There's already bigs in the San Juan, so. Yeah. And then some of the grays that we saw this year, the early season was um, the same grays we had last year. Oh, awesome. Which was cool. That's yeah. Cool. So we got some, some returners and hopefully we'll see that um, next year. That's cool. We were just um, thinking about you because we saw a harbor porpoise in English Bay and Mm -hmm. it was almost exactly five years since we both saw that gray whale in English Bay. And it was like the exact same spot. Well, and it's crazy. Whales in English Bay. (laughs) (laughs) Never, ever. They don't come in that far. What are you talking about? Um, Yeah, that pot of orca didn't come into False Creek on my days off either, you know, a few years ago. <laughs> no. What, what is it? But yeah, no, we were, Lindsay and I were walking by and all these people were like, are they orca? And we're like, you know, we saw some commotion and there was a bunch of seabirds and stuff. There was obviously yeah, like a bait yeah. ball or whatever. And we're looking and we're like, like there was enough commotion that there could have been an orca. But then when you see something comes up and nothing else comes up, you're like, nope. Yeah. Like, <laughs> harbor purpose. Yeah. Yep. Harbor yeah, porpoise, yeah. I think 100. a couple, and like four hundred yeah, wow. birds. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, it's we've had. Yeah, it was pretty funny because yeah, there was like a huge crowd. <laughs> I mean, oh, that harbor porpoise was having the best time. They deserve some some love. Those poor harbor porpoises. No, exactly. No, but I the agree. Huge, yeah, yeah. The crowd yeah, all thought people. it was a killer whale. Well, so. I mean, the crowd yeah. always thinks it's something that it isn't, right? <laughs> of course, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we, got to, we got to disappoint everybody. Uh, I mean, <laughs> yeah. oh, but I, I wasn't disappointed. Purpose. I thought it was cool. You yeah, know, we for sure. Because well, I've never I seen one there. I um, have seen oh, a lot of harbor porpoise this year. Um, we even had uh, a day mm-hmm. where we um, just kind of heading out of English Bay. So, you know, like between Point Atkinson um, and Point Grey. Um, and there was just so many harbor porpoise that were clearly feeding they didn't they didn't care that we were there um they just kept surfacing kind of all over the place some were like porpoising like chasing maybe a, a some fish i don't know and then they'd come back porpoising the other way and 
there were multiple groups and they were decent size. Um, and we could just stop and, and, and watch them. Like my passengers were like, Oh, this is really cool. And I was like, yes, it really is. <laughs> we, we never get to stop for Harbor Purpose because usually they're like, ah! <laughs> I need to go. Those people stopped. They saw me. I'm not here. Um, so yeah, so it was really neat to, to stop and slow down with them. But, um, so yeah, those are some of the really, um, cool stories. I'm sure there's others, but, um, those are the ones that really stick out this year. Um, so before we continue with the rest of the episode, we want to take a moment to tell you about how you can support our podcast and everything we do at Whale Tales. You can become a patron at patreon.com slash whale tales. Uh, you can join us for a dollar a month at the porpoise level, $5 a month at the dolphin level, and $10 a month at the whale level. And each level comes with a variety of perks, including discounts on our merch, thank you postcards signed by all three of us, and the rare occasions that all three of us get to be in the same location at the same time. (laughs) (laughs) Plus, if you like listening to us, which you do, obviously, because you're listening to us right now, and you want to listen to more of what we have to say about maybe whale tangential things Mm -hmm. and romance... <laughs> you as a patron you can also get access to extended interviews with actual people who know even more than we do about whales or you could also listen to our newest patreon only episode which is where we dissect the hallmark movie splash of love and i just can't talk enough about that movie because it's just so bananas and we went on for a really 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 long time and now now i'm gonna I re- wanted to record this part, especially while Ashley was still here, to see if Ashley has watched a splash. Yes, exactly. <laughs> I, I, I haven't, only because when it was on, I was not home, so I uh, unfortunately uh, didn't get to record it or anything like that. So I have to go and find it because, yes, I've, 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 I've heard some stories. <laughs> <laughs> it's um. <laughs> An adventure. It is. And if you want to hear all about it, basically to the point that you don't even have to have seen it yourself, um, then become a patron because you you'll 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 get a (laughs) splash out of our splash of love episode. (laughs) If you like looking at pictures of J26 Mike and being told that that whale was pregnant, seriously? Oh my god. Oh. Yep. Very oh, seriously. God. Yep. I mean, he is a special kind of whale, <laughs> but <laughs> oh no. Um, but thank you so much to all of our patrons and supporting us in our educational podcasts and in our weird mm. tangents. Um, <laughs> you are amazing. Agreed. Uh, and if you aren't able to support us financially, there's still lots of things you can do to help us out. You can leave us a rating or a review on your podcast platform of choice, like Apple Podcasts or Spotify, and or you can just tell your friends who like podcasts and citations and science all about the podcast so that they can listen too. Yeah. You can follow us on social media and send us your feedback so that whether you're a patron or not, we can keep making the podcast even better. You can also follow Ashley on social media. Um, she is Vital Ocean on Instagram and anywhere else you want to share 
Um, well, I just started something new that's not whale related, but is still water related. <laughs> yeah. Um, I started a TikTok uh, that's called Slow Mo Water AK. AK? Yeah. Oh, shoot. I don't know what it is. But look up Slow Mo Water. I'm on there. Um, <laughs> that's I love amazing. It. I'm obsessed with my uh, Slow Mo Water videos and I put some music to it and it's nice and mostly peaceful. Oh, that sounds awesome. And like exactly what I need in my life. <laughs> I mean, I don't know if we need more TikTok, but I mean, it's a yeah, good TikTok. So, I mean, <laughs> if we're going to have more TikTok, it might as well be slow that's more right, water and not right. yeah, whatever else. Yeah. On, um, on, I think on TikTok, it is slow-mo water and on Instagram, it's slow-mo water AK. Uh, it's S-L-O-M-O water. Ashley. Very important question. And we have asked you this before. So if you are able to think of one you have not shared with us before, can you please share with us today and our listeners a fun flipper fact, 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 fun flipper fact, 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 fun flipper fact with Ashley. It's time. Yeah. Oh my gosh. That was, that was so different than your previous versions of that. Um, how about Rizzo's usually eat squid? <laughs> oh, there we go. No, we, what, very, we very rarely talk about yeah, them. So, so yeah. I mean, that's, I think that's even uh, one of the, I mean, not that we don't have squid. I actually have no idea, actually. Um, but another weird reason for them to be in the Salish, like in the Strait of Georgia. I'm glad that that was maybe an okay fact to share. <laughs> Any fact is an okay fact. I was trying to think of something that we hadn't talked about, but, you know, I don't know. I don't think that's the only thing that they eat, but uh, I think that makes up a pretty significant part of their diet. So while you were out in the water, as you're out often, and now when we're here in this crazy, scary weather time, do you have any calls to action that you can think of for this episode? <laughs> yeah, I think... I think... Here, so. Yeah, I think we've done done this a few times. I think I think it's just more important than ever that everybody does, you know, at least little things. You know, nobody's asking for anybody to be perfect. Um, it, perfect is an impossibility. Um, so finding little ways in your day to day life to to minimize your impact on the planet. So, um, you know. Minimizing your plastics use, bringing a reusable coffee cup or water bottle with you wherever you go, um, reusable shopping bags all the time. You know, it starts with baby steps. And as we get better with our baby steps, they become second nature. And then we start to make other changes and we start to affect um, the people around us as well. So as we make changes, our friends and family start to make changes too. And I know sometimes, sometimes we can look at, you know, what we're doing and think, oh, I'm just one person. My my small changes mean nothing in the overall scheme of things, but we're a planet full of people who can be making small changes. And it certainly adds up to a big difference when everybody is making those small changes. Yes. Couldn't have said it better. That was great. Thank you. Well, thank you very, very, very much, Ashley, for being with us today and uh, for uh, my, being my, awesome. My pleasure always. to hang out with you guys um, whenever you guys need me. I love it. Aww.
Thank you. (laughs) We will absolutely be calling on you again. If you, the listener, would like to share your thoughts on this episode or any episodes, you can visit our website, whale-tales.org, to find links to our various social media handles so that you can drop us a line. You can also head to our website to subscribe to the podcast, check out our merchandise, learn about supporting us and becoming a patron, and read over 1,100 whale, dolphin, and porpoise stories, including a whole (laughs) bunch of Ashley's awesome stories. So many. That's whale-tales.org. Tales like the story, not tales like the animal. And if you've seen a citation, we would love to add your story to our library. Click the share link on our website, contact us on social media, whaletales underscore org on Instagram, or you can email us a voice memo and tell us all about your incredible citation encounter. Finally, we want to acknowledge that we recorded today's episode on the unceded territories of the Coast Salish people and the Musqueam, Squamish, and Tsleil-Waututh Nations, as well as the homelands of the Tawasan First Nation. Thank you again so much for listening and for supporting everything that we do. We hope you have a whaley great day.